When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Inside the Monster with Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. Alrighty, folks, we are back. It is an ITM short, the second one that we have done. That's Joey Capone. I'm Steve Peralt. The Red Sox are red hot. They've Ooh, won six that. games in a row, Joey. They're absolutely crushing everybody. Have beaten their opponents by a combined amount of 32 runs over the last six games. That's very good for those keeping track at home. Huge night tonight for basically everybody. I mean, Trevor's story, it's funny. Like, you know somebody's buzzing, Joey, mm. when you look up the stats, you know they're right, and you're still like, those can't be right. Are you talking about? Are you talking about his ribs? Like this past week? Is your is your mic on? Is it not? Oh Should no, be. you're good now. You weren't. You, okay. It wasn't coming through early on. All right, all right. It, are you talking about his RBIs? His RBIs. Yeah, it is. Yeah, seventeen like since Thursday. 17. <laughs> <laughs> what? And that's in yeah, that's in what five games? He has seventeen RBIs in five Four, games, right? Five yeah, games. five. They had yeah, Monday off. Games. Yeah. That's the thing, Joey. It's like so he's you know, averaging over three RBIs a game. Yeah. You know the stats right, and it's still like that can't be right. Trevor's story has 17 RBIs since Thursday. We're recording <laughs> I, this on the Tuesday after the Thursday. I love saying since Thursday because it sounds like just from the other day, not like since but, the beginning of this was. series. Or, like yeah, really I know. <laughs> it's nuts. It's insane. It almost felt comical like this this home run, the one that happened in, in game one of this series. Like when I saw him make solid contact, I was like, no way. I know. This is not happening. There's no way. He's making up for lost time right now, dude. He is. No, he really is. But this was a, I got to be honest, Joey, it was like a stand-up off the couch homer. I was, mm-hmm. I was saying what you were saying. I'm like, no, no way. And just like walking close to the TV, like that's going to get the ball out. Like you're like walking the ball out of the park. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. Um, Chauffeuring it. Yeah. Just yeah, genuinely could not believe what I was seeing. Trevor Story has driven in 17 runs over his last five games. That is the most by any hitter over a five game stretch in nine years. It wow. Was, can you guess who? What this is from Alex Spear, by the way. Can you guess who the player was? I will give you a whole pizza of your choice. <laughs> This was in 2013. Okay, I was going to say, nine years ago is 2013. Uh, I got to double check what team this guy was on, because, Joey, let me tell you, I oh. think of the 2000s when I think of this guy, not the 2010s. Oh, geez. Okay, well, I, I was going to say Pujols, but the, oh, both of those <laughs> caveats took that away. 2013. Former Yankee. Uh, uh, Odor. It, no, it was a second baseman, though. It was Alfonso Soriano. 
Oh, okay. All right. Well, Sneaky That's... was one of my favorite players growing up. I didn't tell anybody that because it was not a, a cool thing to tell people before the Red Sox broke the curse. It's like, uh, what? You like a Yankee? You're crazy. But Alfonso had the the sweet swing, man, the long follow through. But yeah, he was the last guy. He had 18 runs driven in in a five game span in 2013. But Trevor's story's on fire. Um, you know, not much we can add outside of he's just crushing literally everything. And then he, he, you know, just to stay in shape, had four K's tonight, too. He's like, you know what? I got to he's trying to cool himself off a little bit. He's like, I can't be literally the greatest player of all time. I got to be just great. It's nuts how I just did not notice that. <laughs> like, I just didn't notice it at all. I can think of one of them because, like, th- there was that whole weird thing where the ump stopped counting strikes and balls. Yeah. And they were like, oh, dude, we don't know the count. The broadcast doesn't know the count. Nezen just decided to take down the score bug. They were like, whatever. Who whatever. knows? Who knows? I mean, you were you were saying it before we started recording, but when the score is 16 to 2 in the fifth inning, the rest of the game is just like, let's just nobody get hurt. Let's just get this over with. Yeah. Right. Like, and you still those ABs matter. When you look at the guy's stats at the end of the year, you don't it's not like there's an asterisk next to the, you know, second half of the 16 to two game ABs. Those count right. the same as the ones in a one, one game in the eighth inning. So mm-hmm. I get it, but it also is a little tricky when you're, you're trying, but you're, you know, your foot's off the gas a little bit. And when the, when the foot's off the pedal, it's a little hard to then just turn it on and like get a triple. So, yeah, it's uh, the only game where that, that becomes dicey. Cause you can run up the clock. I mean, I guess basketball, like you got to throw up a, a shot in 24 you gotta, seconds you or whatever throw up in basketball yeah yeah you have to you have to vomit <laughs> if you don't get a shot off in time i always thought that rule was a little gross yeah it's a little nasty yeah but that's the way it goes and that's why that's why baseball is the beautiful game <laughs> beautiful um. game that was a great tweet today um so one thing i wanted to mention real quick yeah and this is going to be very fast here Hit we it. are going to get to voicemails today's uh, itm short is voicemails the strike zone is not on the broadcast anymore, Joey. Yeah, what's up with that? I found out why from an extremely reliable source that may or may not work for the company that broadcasts the games. Okay. <laughs> and there's a legitimate reason, and I'm not going to complain about it anymore, but it has taken some time to get used to. Mm-hmm. And I used to complain. I just like complaining. I used to complain back when they... uh didn't have back when they added the strike zone. I was like, I don't know if I want this thing full time. And then they took it away, and you were now you're like, and now they take it away, and I'm like, where's my strike zone? I miss yeah. my strike zone. So don't know um, what you got till it's gone, dude. Exactly. At least on the replays, you have it, which is nice. Some people yeah. had theorized that it's because of the Plawecki call or some close calls, and MLB told them to take. No, that's not what happened. But mm-hmm. um, is what it is. I'm getting used to it. And so wait, so wait, so did did your source tell you that it's staying this way? Likely. That's kind of bogus. I'm not a huge fan of that, I'll be honest with you. It's likely staying this way. But mm. I got to say, it doesn't change too much. Like, I, I try to just watch the game and not be pissy about the strike zone thing. And Pavetta mm. had a nasty curveball that Grandal was complaining about. I'm like, dude, that was the easiest strike of all time. And they showed in the replay with the strikes. And it was, yes, it was a guaranteed strike. So we still have a good feel of where these these balls are ending up in the zone, but uh, in mm. or out. But um, yeah, that that is what it is. So it's well, well, I, I, that's going to take some adjusting. I'll tell you that. That'll take a little bit of adjusting, but it will. It I, will. I guess, but we what, all. What are you gonna hey, do? We'll do it together. We'll what do are you going to do? I guess you know. Well, hey, we'll all we'll all do it together. Uh, yeah. Nick Pivetta, 
another good start. I mean, this guy has become extremely reliable. He has had, what, five or six straight starts now where he's dealing. Obviously, this isn't a complete game, but I honestly thought... Yeah, I was going to ask. Did you think there was a shot? After five, right? It's like, at this point... Oh, you're saying to actually go? Did you think, yeah. I mean, he had 60 through five. And I was like, why not? Let him go save the bullpen. Like, let's see. Yeah, I'm... I'm always of the belief of like, you know, make sure you're not wearing your starter down in a 14 run game. I <laughs> think I'd rather do that. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I yeah. hear you. Yeah. But it's also back not, he's not a guy time. who throws, you know, 99. I don't know. Who, no, who am he's, I? I'm he's, not he's throwing Flora. a filthy curveball, and it's not mm-hmm. like he's wearing out his arm with his fastball. I, I got what you're saying, mm-hmm. but uh, a great outing by Pavetta. That was very good to see uplifting to see. He's a guy I've always been a, a Nicky Smooch's fan and you know, the postseason last year only enhanced that obviously a tough start to the season, but if he can be a pillar, man, if he can be a big part of this rotation, watch out. Cause I know we keep saying, wait, sales going to come back. You, you don't know what sale you're going to get, but walk has been really good. Rich Hill has been reliable. Uh, the Whitlock thing is what it is. I'd still want him in the bullpen, but Red Sox overall are just playing great ball. And this is the mm-hmm. team we expected it's not quite how I thought this team was going to get to 20 and 22, but the fact that they're here now, Joey, not complaining, happy with what we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude. I mean, you can't, you can't be upset about how things have been when things look so bright. You know what I mean? It's yeah. cause there was a little piece of me that was like, oh, like, where's this, where's this been boys? And then I was like, what am I thinking? Like, get that, get that out of here. Like, Everybody is on. Kike's turning things on. Uh, a story's like the literal AL player of the week. So uh, those worries are just kind of fading away. Things just sort of feel good right now, man. I I was accepting before today that I was like, hey, you know, we got a, a win streak going. It's the first one of the year. And we're going on the road. So if that comes to an end tonight, that's okay. Like think that doesn't slow down the momentum. Yeah. 16 to three, <laughs> 16 to three, dude. Absolutely not on my, uh, my bingo card. No, did not expect that. If you look at the Red Sox box score from tonight, mm-hmm. it looks like the matrix font <laughs> with all the numbers trickling down. There yeah. are just numbers all over the place that are not zeros. Every single starter had at least a hit and, Seven of them had multiple hits. It's insane. Kike, two hits. Devers, two hits. JD Martinez, four for five. He's hitting 366. Average means absolutely nothing, but he's hitting 366 over a thousand OPS, Joey, on the season. Are you kidding me? Might be the slowest guy in history to have over a thousand OPS. Dude. That's one thing I wanted to touch up on real quick. He's got to be the slowest dude out there that I've seen. I want to like talk. One of the Molina brothers, dude. <laughs> I, we got to talk to AC and work you and I into like a $5 contract and just okay. a pinch run for JD. It's an improvement. <laughs> if it's like the ninth inning, <laughs> JD's on second. I think you and I got a better shot at getting home on yeah. a single, dude. I- well, what inning was it? Like Xander hit the ball down the line and I'm like, oh, easily scoring. Yeah, he's scoring. Like, no. And it's like, no, dude, he's not at third yet. He's, he hasn't rounded third, and he doesn't really look like he's trying for home either. That's the thing is, like, <laughs> you almost, I almost want to, like, get JD on here and be like, are you trying when you run 
look me in the eyes. He doesn't like running. He it's you can tell it's painful. Franchi had the sack fly mm-hmm. and JD scores. I'll give him credit for that. But just Hell him yeah, getting did. up and getting to the dugout is like JD sliding. It's the most unnatural thing I've ever seen. Yeah. The JD Martinez transition from the plate after a slide to the dugout. Mm-hmm. Is kind of like your dad getting out of the lazy boy and like getting to the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> it's like there's uh, uh, a lot of grunts and like uh, kind of walking over, bent over. It's like okay, I did do a poll after yeah. I saw JD wasn't even close to third base. I was like, we got to do a poll here. Who wins in a race, JD Martinez or Charles Barkley? And we had over one thousand votes, sixty six percent JD Martinez. So. Red Sox fans do believe in JD in that race. Charles is very slow, so I get it. But mm. I think it would be close, Joey. I think that would be a close race. I, I'm I'm not familiar with Charles Barkley beyond his commentary work and that well, one just, I mean, video. He's, just look at him. Take a guess. Right, Take a, right, I'm, right, 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 right. I, I don't know his 40 times, Steve, so how can I possibly I weigh in on this? I don't uh, either. Um, <laughs> but, no, I mean, great win tonight. Great win tonight. Yeah. I don't have anything Keep else to this. add outside of the fact that the Sox are as hot as they've been in a long time. And it's an absolute joy to watch. There were people who gave up on the Red Sox in early May. What dumbos. See ya. That's all I got to say. See ya. Adios. Do you want to get to some of these voicemails? Some people got some things they want to say. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hey, fellas. It's Colby. I I haven't watched the Sox game uh, since last Tuesday. Uh, It was that Astros game where Nate uh, just couldn't. They just didn't do too hot. Uh, I've been a little busy the last couple of days. Uh, the question is, will I ever be allowed to watch a Red Sox game again? Because at this rate, I don't think I'm allowed to. Uh, let me know what you think. Thanks. So that was that was who I thought it was, right? That was Colby? That was Colby. And I, Colby. I, listen, I don't know if you or I have the authority to bestow upon somebody a ban from watching the Red Sox. But if there was ever one. <laughs> If there was ever one I wanted to flirt with a little bit, Colby. I think if if you're going to start watching again, Colby, which I, I would say, I'm going to speak for the both of us here and say, you can watch the Boston Red Sox. You can do that. Change something up, though. Change something up. And if we'll reconvene at the end of this series, watch these next two games. We'll reconvene at the end of this series. Depending on how things turn out, we might need to have a longer conversation, though. Just want to say real quick to Colby, who obviously has not watched the Red Sox since that Evaldi tough start. Colby, just an update here in the game since then. Red Sox win 5-1. Red Sox win 12-6. Red Sox win 7-3. Red Sox win 6-5. Red Sox win 8-4. Red Sox win 16-3. So that's the update, Colby. (laughs) And I would say yeah, maybe don't watch. I don't know, Joey. I I think we give them the rest of the series. Give them the next two games. If the unthinkable happens, we we sit Colby down. We have a conversation. But I'm I'm willing to give him these next two. But by give him these next two, that would mean that he's now watching when he wasn't watching. I would say don't let him watch the next two. And if they lose one, I'm kind of with you. It's just a little bit of a tweak. Right. Don't watch the next two in Chicago. Yeah. And if they lose one of them, you can go back to watch. You can come back. Okay. Is that wow. fair? What a what a um a beautiful poetic little thing that we've discovered here. If you want the Red Sox to win, you cannot watch them. If you love something, set it free. Exactly. How so, how beautiful. Yeah. Next voice won't. 
Next voicemail. Uh, let's see which one do we want to do here. Uh, oh, this is a uh, this is one. Here's a story of a man named Trevor. <laughs> That's it. Brady Bunch. That was, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Brady Bunch. Remember the Brady Bunch? I nope, do. I used to watch the Brady Bunch. Did you watch the Brady Bunch? Me too. Bunch? Nick at Night. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought you were Nick too young for Nick at Night. You were watching Nick at Night? Oh, I loved Nick at Night, dude. I was a big, big Brady Bunch guy, big Leave it to Beaver guy. Yeah, I loved I loved the old stuff. There's TV probably people Land. listening right now that don't even know what the Brady Bunch was. There are people um, listening to us who like definitely think that we're 85 years old sitting here talking <laughs> about the Brady Bunch and I Love Lucy. Dude, I Love Lucy was one of my favorite shows. That I was love, a I love classic. Kind of, kind of kicked ass, to be honest with you. <laughs> really <laughs> kicked <ass>. really good, <laughs> especially when it's also Nickelodeon. Like you got your yeah. Rugrats, you got a little mm. Hey Arnold, you got some SpongeBob, some mm. Cat Dog, mm-hmm. some Ren and Stimpy, mm. um, Rocket Power. Yep. And then at night you would get reruns of I Love Lucy. Yeah, if nice you were day. able to stay up late enough, I dude, mean, that's a day if, if you had a good snack, too. In, in all honesty, dude, I'm, this isn't even a joke. I bought the Turner Classic Movies channel, uh, and I pay for that on my on my cable monthly just because it's like what I fall asleep to. Because I'm just so yeah. used to hearing like old timey TV when I fall asleep. It's like the only thing I can fall asleep to now. One thing real quick. Yeah. One of the biggest things I learned about Joey on our spring training trip because we stayed in the same room because we're we're company men and we wanted the trip to cost less. Yep. Um, he falls asleep to like shows. Yeah. And I don't understand the concept of that. I'm not even bashing it. I more of just never heard of that being a thing before. Like I, like people fall asleep to shows mm. like by accident, I get. But as <laughs> a plan, as a planned thing, I don't really it, yeah. understand it. OK, let me try to explain it real quick here. It's like if there's nothing and it's like dead silence, like the old noggin here just starts yeah. running. And then, you know, I look up and it's 2.30 a.m. And I'm trying to think about like what I would do if I was my local congressman, you know? Mm, yeah. And and that's not that's not a problem that needs to be solved tonight, Joe. It's time to go to bed. So like if you just put on, you know, season four of Leave it to Beaver, you can just yeah. kind of your brain just kind of focus on that in the background until you drift off into nothingness and then you can dream about being a congressman exactly but have you ever thought of like a white noise machine i've been using that for like a decade no 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 i don't think i I don't know i don't know it's been great it's been great because i had the same issue as you i was like i I, it's dead silent i can't just go to sleep like i'm i'm thinking about like a botched double play from little league like i I can't go to bed right now. like everyone laughed at me after that i know i fell over in second but anyway all right Hey, Steve, I don't really care about Joey, but I love you, Steve. <laughs> what? Was that it? That's all I'm going to play of it. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> that wasn't nice. Come on now. No, no, but it, but it was funny. Um, <laughs> he, here we go. Let's let's talk a little bit about the team here. This is one yes. about, about the team and about personnel movement and, and whatnot. Okay. Uh, hey guys, Ethan from Pembroke, uh, big fan of the show. Just wanted to ask, uh, what do you guys think about Jaron Duran uh, getting called up from Worcester? Um, a lot of people on Twitter have been kind of asking about it, but the only people I can think that make room for him on the roster are uh, either Christian Royo, who I like, and Bobby Dahlbeck, who I like. Um, but I also want to see Duran up here. So just want to know what you think about calling him up and kind of giving him a run at the major league since he seems like he's doing well in AAA. Uh, 
and uh, just where where you got of hit. Thanks, guys. All right, Ethan. Thank you, Ethan, for the call. Ethan, I hear you, man. I think we all want Jaron to get a chance at his age. Not saying uh, he's so old, so obviously we want him to get a try. But Jaron is one of those players that kind of got screwed by the COVID year, mm-hmm. um, you know, where he wasn't able to develop at all, really play in any way, shape, or form. And now he's kind of been in no man's land. He comes up, <clears throat> excuse me, as I die, he comes up last year and, um, has some ups, has some downs, mainly downs. Obviously, you understand the speed is there. You want to get the average up. You want to get the on-base up. When he's on base, he's an uh, incredible human to watch. And the stuff that he can do on the base, uh, in between the bases is incredible. I was stunned at how quick he got to third on what was called a triple, even though it probably should have been a single and an error, uh, when he was playing in that one game when Kike was out. But... Yeah, I think it's you got to give him a shot and see what he has and and give him a chance to prove himself or else you're kind of screwing yourself over, Joey, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't do that, then it's also hard <clears throat> to prove to other teams that he could potentially get a better chance on as well if you're going to deal him. So he was three for four tonight with a triple and two doubles for the Woo Sox. So he's been really crushing it down there. He's trying to be he can't be the new Ruzne because he's not going to be there long enough. So that's that's tough. That's off the table. He can't yeah, be the uh, the wonder of Worcester. But I saw I saw one Chris Smith say this kid needs an extended opportunity in the big leagues ASAP. That's the same Chris Smith that called me out on Twitter for the eight forty five tip in the Eastern Conference Finals and had a whole whole uh-huh. bit about that, which was hilarious. But mm. yeah, I think I think Duran has to get a chance. And however you do that, whoever you send down, I'm not quite sure what the move would be, but you owe it to him and you owe it to yourself to see what he can do in 2022. Right. I think everybody wants to see it. Everybody's interested in in giving him a shot, especially because when he did come up for a second, he you know made a splash a little bit. Um, the thing about where to put him, though, is it's either Arroyo, who's a utility guy like that's kind of where Jaron would fit. Um, but Christian's like not in a place where like he should, deserves to be sent down. Like he no. saw one pitch in the last series and he crushed it over the monster. Like Christian's doing his job. So like, there's no need to send him down. And the other, the other option, like you said is, is Bob. And uh, I don't know if Jaron has any time at first base. Uh, no, imagine Jaron Duran at first base. <laughs> no, so I, I can't. And it, that's, <laughs> that would not a, work. No, it's a weird image. So I, I don't necessarily know how you get him up here, especially because Alex was talking about Alex. Uh, sorry, my buddy, Alex Cora was talking about getting yeah. uh, JD some reps in the outfield. So you really don't need another another outfield. Another yeah, the position stuff. The position's tough. Yeah. I think it's, you know, if you send Bob down, have Franchi as the full-time first baseman, and then get Duran some games in the outfield. But at, at its core, Joey, the Red Sox are normally good, and they normally have pillars at different spots of the field that are obviously not going anywhere. So it becomes a numbers game of where you're going to fit this guy, and that's kind of been the issue this year with Jaron. So hopefully he can get a chance. You never want injury, obviously, but if that's how he gets an opportunity, that's another potential way that he gets up here. But we'll see. Yeah, rooting for Jaron. 
nice guy. We we hung out with Jaron a little bit uh, down in spring training. Yeah. Nice guy. Definitely, yeah, I, uh, definitely wants a shot. Wants to wants to get up here and prove that he can do it. Yeah, had a had a good convo with him the the day he was up at Fenway. So he's good dude, and yeah, you just you know he's you want him to get a chance. So yeah. we'll see. All right, next voicemail. Hi there, uh, you're at Nicole here, and I'm telling you, I'm pretty peeved off after the Orioles. They got me real good uh, yesterday, and now the, the Red Sox are officially back. So I'm seeing this crap, it's 10 to 2, and we're about to lose another game, and I, I just don't know. But the fans, they're losing it. The Red Sox, they're back. And, uh, you know, I'm pissed. Miss Peggy, she's, she's all over my ass. I have no idea what I just listened to, so that's my response. Joey, what do you got? It was a it was a Kermit Garrett Cole thing. Is I think you missed the beginning. I saw you had a little cough thing going on there. He said Garrett the Cole here. Oh, the, there we go. Yeah. Okay, yes, the that Sox was are back. that was something. <laughs> the Yankees are the Yankees. They had a walk off. They had a walk off. I know they, yeah, they, they had have a tough time point. with the Orioles, man. My goodness. Yeah, that's silly. Can we just talk just really quick? Uh, maybe I'm missing something, Steve, and you could actually fill me in. The power rankings came out. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, maybe maybe today of of like like from MLB typically on Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Yankees were number one. And they had just dropped three of their last four, one of those being to the Orioles. Yeah. And two the prior day, like two in a doubleheader. Am I am I missing something there? Is that just some tire pumping? Is that is that oh what is that? Power rankings are tough, man. I know when I was at BR, we we do them and they get critiqued like you read about every single time. So the Yankees are the only team in Major League Baseball with thirty wins. So I mean, they're they still lead all of majors in wins, and they had been buzzing. I think it's how you weigh the overall week instead of just the previous couple games, but. I mean, if we're basing it off the last four, four games, games, the Yankees though. Yankees are one of the worst teams in the league. So <laughs> I think if it's we just, want to go off, I don't of that, know. I just I just don't think of power rankings as like I don't know. I just don't think of power them as rankings, like, Well, these are the best teams. Tough, Joey, here's the tough part. I think everyone has a different impression of what power rankings should be, and I'm not saying that that's wrong, but yeah. that also kind of helps the power rankings because then people want to see it and use their logic for it. And then they're talking about it and tweeting about it. And that's why power rankings exists because it gets the people going. So, right, yeah, right, I, right. I, I think that's it's more that pretty far behind the curtain. Yeah, it's that's just yeah. kind of that's that's how it goes. <laughs> that's so. the game. And now you know it. Yeah, that's now the you know the man behind the curtain. And, and yeah, there you go. Bada bang. <laughs> uh, so this is a voicemail. This was our uh, one, two, three, fourth voicemail from this person. Uh, they tried a couple of times to leave a voicemail. Yeah. So we're going to go with their last one. Uh, they do reference their other voicemails a couple okay. times. So know that that's why. Is this the last voicemail? This is going to be the last voicemail. Last voicemail. All right. Brought to you by voicemails. Voicemail line. Yeah, sorry. I'm kind of flooding the voicemails here, but uh, I have a good one. Um, are you guys a fan of doubleheaders? And I'm not going to complicate the question like I have um, the past few voicemails I've left. Hopefully I make the pod. Um, but do you guys even like them? Like, I know one's coming up on Saturday. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Do we do we like doubleheaders is my, is my simple question. All right. That's all I'm leaving tonight. Love you guys. All right. Bye. 
Love you too. I love you too. We, we, um, we love you too. Who uh now whoever that is. Here's yeah, the thing. I, yeah. Here's the thing. This is I don't think this is a black or white for me. What is it for you? A, not one of those. I don't know. It's, it's a like, green. It's <laughs> yeah, like what, what is it's it? It's like uh puce. Okay. Yeah. And I, I don't gotta be honest, I don't know what puce is. It sounds like a green though, doesn't it? Yeah, I I, I thought you knew. I I was kind of banking on you knowing no. what that is. No, it's a, I've just heard it thrown around. Your thoughts on double headers, Joey? Uh, um, it's a blue, man. It's a blue green. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. It depends. It depends. This one, I can't say I'm like rearing to go a double header in, against Baltimore. I mean, I'm down to keep the momentum going, and if that's if that's what it means, I'm I'm down for that. Down to just like keep some dubs rolling in. But uh, it, I'll be honest with you. So my son's birthday party is on Saturday. So the okay. first game of the doubleheader. I, like I feel like the real reason was coming out here. Now, now we got the real reason. Yeah, yeah. But, so I'm um, the first game. I'm gonna kind of be like, you know, like checking game day, having it mm. on my phone, going maybe have the radio playing in the background. But then I'll, I'll. It's almost like an appetizer, and then yeah. later in the day, I get the full meal of being able to sit down and 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 watch a whole game. Uh, so, so that's nice. I'm glad that it's not just a day game and then I have to just like go through the night without one, but in general, double headers are, uh, it's weird. It always feels like there's going to be some personnel strategy that, uh, makes both games feel a little wonky, you know? Yeah. There's obviously potential for the games to be funky, but I do love the idea of Red Sox baseball at Fenway park on a Saturday from noon to 10 PM. Kind of sort of sign me up, you know? I, I think it's great chance for content, great chance for who knows what's going to happen. You have a guy come up that, you know, you get what? You get the, you still get the added roster spot, right? If I'm not mistaken for the old double headers, I'm pretty sure you do. So I do not know. I think you do. So that would at least give a guy a chance that isn't normally up here or normally getting consistent at bats to have a big game, have a big moment. I like it. And you have the Orioles coming in for five games. Because of the, I don't want to say shortened schedule because you're still playing 162, the condensed days in the schedule. Mm -hmm. And Joey, I can't believe it, but the Boston Red Sox, who at one point in this month of May were 10 and 19, have a chance by the end of the month to be over 500. That is insane. That is crazy. Steve, as of right now, hold on, let me check this because I don't I don't want to be speaking at a turn here in class. I want to make sure that I have this number exactly correct. This one I saw earlier and I was like, wait, if they hold on to this lead and they win, which was a real question mark at the time. <laughs> I was like, if they do this, this is going to be crazy. Yeah. Um the Boston Red Sox are a game and a half out of a playoff spot. It's insane. Like it, it really is bananas. And is that wait for for what the the wild card spot? Didn't for the, the Jays wild card win, spot? Didn't the Jays win? It's funny it that I'm like closely following. It's it's uh it's two and a half. Yeah, it's, it's two, two and a half. half. Sorry, it's two and a half. Yeah, geez, erroneous information. But they are jumping teams, Joey. They mm -hmm. are jump. They jumped the Guardians. So. Now they're behind the White Sox by a game. This is what this this team does to us, by the way. It is May 25th, and we're like updating scores to see the wild card standings. But that's mm -hmm. a lot of people that are listening right now. You're probably the exact same. It's just a good sense of where the team is at because we were behind the Orioles. If, and now it's like, oh, okay, we're a game or two out of a playoff spot. 
No, it is insane, good, and I, full, I fully rate. agree with you. I say insane. I say insane way too much. But Red Sox have eight games left in May. If they yep. go six and two, they will yep. be over five hundred by the end of May. That is insane. There it is again. If they go that, that, five and three, I was going to say that's insane. They if they go five and three, Joey. Yep, they are going to enter June with a mm-hmm. five hundred record. That is insane. That's insane. Um, Absolutely so here's, insane. Here's a little update. So the Sox, as of this moment, Wednesday night, 20 and 22, right? Now that begs the question, Steve. Wednesday night. It's Tuesday night. Joey. It's Wednesday morning now. There you go. There sorry. You go. So sorry. <laughs> Inside the monster late night. This is uh, late night. This is the latest we've recorded, I think. Yep. Big time. Uh, what do you think I'm about to say here? After I said that they were 20 and 22. What do you mean? What are you about to say? I have no idea. The 1996 Boston Red Sox. There you go. 17 and 25. Okay. So you're talking about being three games up on the 96 team right now. You're, you're looking good. If you're trying to get, uh, get to where they got. You know what? You know what I got to say, Joey? One thing about the 96 team here is that Mm -hmm. one thing that had me excited when they were 10 and 19 Mm-hmm. Is that the '96 team still took a while to get going, and I was going to keep using that as an excuse for why the Sox weren't going. But then the Sox mm-hmm. were like, "You know what? We've had enough. We've had enough of all the criticism, all the negative articles, all the people on Twitter being like, "Hey, you suck. Story sucks. Time sucks." They had enough, and they've been playing better than any team in Major League Baseball over the last two weeks. And you just simply love to see that. It's great mm-hmm. for us. It's great for business. It's great for the team. It's great for the fans that actually care and actually understand you can't call a season over in the month of May. Socks are buzzing 20 and 22. Sweeps on the table, Joey. Take Wednesday, take Thursday. Let's head into a five gamer with the Orioles. At, they could just be 500 there. You could you could yeah. enter this yeah. five-game series with the Baltimore Orioles and already be 500. That is crazy town, and I love it. So the streak right now is six games? Six is games, yeah. Six games. Realistically, squirt gun to your head. If you gave me 100 guesses of the word, 1,000 guesses of the word, I would not have said squirt gun. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to like scare you too much. I don't want to. I don't want to. I got you. I got life, you. I but I want to give you the threat of like you might get wet. Yep. Yep. That's fair. Uh, how long does the streak go? What is the what is the winning streak end at? Let's see. Water balloon over my head. I would say it's a lot of water. I said a squirt gun. Squirt gun. Way I'm, less I'm just, water. I'm going to water balloon. I would okay. say the streak. I don't like these. I don't like predicting how long a winning streak is going to go. So I'll preface with that. But I need. I'd have number. to wait, wait, wait before before I do that, Joey. And I know we're we're wrapping here. This yeah. is ITM late night. I want to remind myself of the matchups. You got Hill versus Giolito. That's Giolito is always good outside of that miserable season. Mm-hmm. And then you got Walker versus Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel, who's been terrible, even though we got a win against the Red Sox early in the month. Walker's got a one seven six. I still can't believe that. But Keuchel is the—he was the one guy early in the season who gave up four earned to the Sox when the Sox offense was still sleeping. 
Joey, my gut tells me it ends at six, but that they win the series. My gut tells me that they lose Wednesday, win Thursday, and then it could be crazy town over the weekend. You could take four to five. You could maybe take five out of five. I was looking at the last time there was a five-game sweep. I think it's happened four or five times this century. It does not happen that often. So Sox realistically would have a chance of doing it. I don't think a a sweep against anybody can ever be guaranteed, especially a five-gamer, but... Joey, if you win these next two games against Chicago and you come home with a 500 record, haters are so silenced at that point because you have a genuine chance to be holding a playoff spot early in June. And I don't think anyone would have said that when early in May they were 10 and 19. No, no. Myself included. I'm not I'm not counting myself out of that. Like that, that's nuts. Fair, fair. Uh I think it would be pretty tight. To go six, quick little pause, six again. I like you know? that. Like take take that last six, game. Drop the... one, win six. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean the, the, the Hill... Reds are after the Orioles. Got to remember That's that. True. Yeah, and the the Hill Giolito matchup is is a a little eh, makes you go. Eh, yeah. Eh, go, eh. I don't know. But if the offense comes out with half of what they did today, literally half of what they did today. You're talking about a six or seven run game, like I, I like that. So uh, I I don't want to just say like, well, pitching matchups tough, so we're out. I I for sure like see this the Sox having more than a good chance if the offense is anything remotely similar to how it was on Tuesday night. Fully agree. Red Sox after this White Sox series have 10 games against last place teams wow. before taking on the LA Angels in Anaheim. On who's Tuesday. after the who's after the Reds? The Oakland A's. Oh, nice. We we got Orioles, Reds, A's. I like how he said the Oakland A's. Like I could have just said A's. It's the Oakland Athletics Baseball Club that they play after the Cincinnati Reds Ball Club. I the red stockings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The red stockings. Yes. But that'll do it, Joey. That'll do it for ITM short part two. Do you have any closing thoughts? Go socks. (laughs) I guess. After after like jumping through the brain, I got go socks, man. I got something. What do I got up there? I know, yeah, flipping through the file cab. I got I got one thing real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Brian Bayo, brother. Brian Bayo, brother, struck out 10 for the second time in his many starts after being promoted to AAA. He is the only AAA pitcher with multiple 10K games, and he's only had multiple games. He's had two starts. Brian Bayo, absolute stud. Can't wait to talk about him more on this year program as the year goes on. That'll do it for ITM Short Part 2. We will be back after this Red Sox-White Sox series. For Joey Capone, I am Steve Peralt. Go Sox kid. Inside the Monster is a production of Odyssey in partnership with the Boston Red Sox. The show is produced by me, Steve Peralt. Our executive producer is Lena Glazer. Mixing and video editing by Joey Capone. Special thanks to the Red Sox and Major League Baseball for their contributions to the production of this podcast. (laughs) 